Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. So thankful for our MPC family. Praise God. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 9. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. That's a mouthful right there. That you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, increasing in the knowledge of God. Notice the power statements in these next few verses. Strengthen with all might, according to his glorious power, unto all patience, long-suffering, with joyfulness. Giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. You see those authority words there, those those positional words of power. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he's the head of the body, the church, who's the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things, that in all things, in the, in the King James, that word things there is italicized, which means it was added to try to bring some clarity. But if you read it in its original writing, it's that that in all, he might have the preeminence. That in all. This morning, with the help of the Lord and with your help as well, I want to minister on living in kingdom dominion. Living in kingdom dominion dominion. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We thank you for your word. We thank you, God, for what you do, Lord, in our lives. You are the source of our strength. You are the source of our help. And Lord, you are the source of power, authority, and dominion. And we give you, Lord, the praise today for what you are going to do this morning in this service. Amen. Turn to somebody and tell them I'm living in kingdom dominion. 
God bless you. You can be seated. I don't know how animated I will be today or how my voice will be. I am preaching with camp voice. Amen. And so I'm going to take my time for a little while this day. And the Lord was going to help me. And the sound people are going to help me. Amen. Praise God. I so appreciate our media team. Everything in the kingdom of God, when I speak of the kingdom of God, I teach about it and talk about it. I know a lot because that's what this book is about. It's about the kingdom of God. Amen. But everything in the kingdom of God works within the framework of authority, functional authority, dominion, and power. Everything. Any action that is taken outside of kingdom authority and God's design for functional authority is rebellion. Satan rebelled because he operated outside of God's design and authority for him. When he rebelled, then he fell because he operated or tried to operate outside of God's authority. The Bible speaks repeatedly about the Lord being the king. Paul calls him the king, eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. The kingdom of God operates not like a religion, not like man-made religion, but rather a government. It is The scriptures are full. We've taught about it. We continue to teach about it, is that the kingdom of God is a government, not a religion. We're not here today because of a religion. We're here because of authority, a governmental authority known as the kingdom of God. Amen. The king then has the final say. There's no one that put him on the throne. He's always been on the throne. There's nobody that's going to succeed him. He will always be on the throne. Therefore, his wishes are sovereign. His will is sovereign. His purpose is sovereign. Amen. And his ideas and his concepts and his will are the preeminent ones. My opinion really doesn't matter. My opinion about homosexuality doesn't matter. His does. My opinion about family and what a family is doesn't matter. I can have an opinion. Anybody here got opinions? You got two or three of them. We have opinions, but they really don't matter because he's king his word is final, and what, what, what he says about life, what he says about uh, uh, the, the way we ought to live, how we are to act, that's his, not mine. Now, I know that there are those that will take, we, we've got things he doesn't, if he told us every minute detail, we'd be carrying around a, a, a U-Haul trailer. But he's given us enough for us to understand what his wishes are. The king has a final say. There is none beside him. There is none on him. There's one throne, and the king sits upon that throne. And Paul said he's the head of the body. He's the head of the church, who's the beginning from the firstborn of the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. He is the king that has preeminence. Everything consists by him. 
Everything is held together by him. He arranges everything. He orders everything. That's why the earth does not go crazy revolving around the sun. That's why the earth doesn't spin off its axes. Amen. Because there's still a king that says this is the way you're to operate. This is the way you're to, to uh, this is how the solar system works. This is how that this constellation of stars works. And, and this is how this uh, uh, universe works. And this galaxy works is because he has as the preeminence. If he ever pulls the plug, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. And so when you look at the word kingdom, it's the king that has dominion or his domain. It's the, the king that, that has a domain where his dominion rules. To define dominion, it refers to the sovereign authority and power of a king. Dominion is the sovereign authority and power of the king. Amen. It, it, it is what Paul said, everything is by him were all things created that are in heaven and earth, uh, visible, invisible, thrones, dominion, principality, powers, and he's before all things, and by him all things consist. Amen. There's nothing that is that didn't have its origin in God, even Satan has his origin and was created as an angelic being by God. It was his rebellion that perverted it. That's where we get in the problem of people saying, well, if, the, if God's so kind and so good and so loving, then why is there so much suffering? Because there is counterfeit. There's perversion. But there's only one creator. He created all power, all things, and then the enemy has perverted that. So we find that it began, dominion began in earth in a very particular manner. He has dominion in the invisible, and then he created the visible. And notice what he said in Genesis chapter 1 and verse 27. Genesis chapter 1, verse 27. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Not my opinion. His opinion. And God blessed them and said unto them, Be fruitful, multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So God created man and woman, and then gave them a mandate in the form of a blessing. Gave them a purpose in the form of a blessing. I'm going to make you fruitful. I'm going to cause you to multiply. You're going to fill the earth, and then you are going to subdue what you fill the earth with. These four verbs in the Hebrew established man's purpose, established man's purpose on the earth. God blesses mankind so they will multiply, be fruitful, and replenish the earth. But God didn't stop there. He gave them also the authority to subdue what they produce. To subdue, the word subdue there is, is the fourth verb in this line of, of, of verbs that, as one scholar told me, it's, it's the main verb in the sentence. Mankind is to subdue the earth that is being filled by their fruit. That's why man should, when he creates things, it should not rule him. When he grows things, it should not rule him. When he produces things, it should not control him. Amen. Your iPhone may be a great production by, by man, but it should not be uh, 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 it controlling us, but us controlling it. 
They were to exercise rule over God's uh, uh, territory called the visible earth and fill that earth and, and to subdue it. That means to put it under subjection to cause it to be under authority. Who gave Adam and Eve that authority? God did. Thank you, Brother Daniel. God did. God gave them authority. They didn't get it on their own. Where in the world are we getting the opinion that I can just change my mind about life and what life is, define marriage, define life in a, in, in a different way? I don't have that right. But he gave them authority to begin to subdue what, what they produce. Well, in the New Testament, he said, we're to pray thy kingdom come. That's about whatever your kingdom wants in this hour, whatever is wanted in heaven, let it be on earth. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That takes authority. That takes dominion. Amen. God has one goal for the church, one primary goal for the church. He doesn't just save us and zap us out of here. He doesn't just fill us with the Spirit. We're not just baptized in his name and, and evacuated, but we are still here on the earth. Why? He wants us to live in dominion. He wants us to live in authority. He wants us to be able to govern what we produce. And govern in our life. Everything we do, all that we are engaged in, needs to come under the dominion of the king. It's his words, not what somebody's opinion is, not what somebody's counsel is. I don't care how educated or how many degrees they have behind their name. It's got to be according to his word. Dominion comes from his word, not from someone's opinion. Well, I really don't like his word, so it's his word. God's word shows us his absolute authority. And as long as Adam and Eve stayed submitted to God, stayed submitted to his word, they were covered by that authority. They were covered by that dominion and were able to carry out God's purpose on earth. Amen. Adam and Eve could enjoy the protections and the freedoms that comes under God's authority. They could function under God's dominion. Amen. Remember what dominion it is, God's sovereign authority and the power of, of the king. Amen. And so God said, I'll give it to you, Adam and Eve, but if you ever step out from this one thing, He gave them so many good things that they could do, but one thing he said, stay away from. And yet the enemy of the soul, the one that rebelled, came in the form of a hissing snake and gave to Eve a, 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 a spill that caused her to be tempted and she partook of the fruit. And then Adam came along and partook of the fruit. And so when Adam and Eve were there, they could do uh, 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 the will of God and they could live in dominion before they rebelled. Look, look at a verse of scripture that, that, that stands out to me in Genesis chapter 2 and verse 25. They both were naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. In the garden before the fall, 
Nothing in them, nothing on them, nothing around them created shame. Wow. Nothing. It's because there was no sin. What a powerful lesson. Where there is no sin, there is no shame. Where there is sin, there is shame. Their conscience was completely and 100% clean and clear. So where there is no sin, there is no guilt, there is no shame. And so the Bible says that they were naked. That just doesn't refer to their clothing. Uh, uh, that refers also to the transparency of their relationship with God, their openness towards God, their openness to one another. They were also emotionally pure. They were mentally clean. There was an openness there. There was a transparency, as it were, in, in nature uh, uh, with a, a man and his wife, and they were not ashamed. So my question is, what were they covered up with? If, they were, if there was any kind of covering that would cover them, uh, I found what the psalmist said in 104 of Psalms, verse 1 and 2. Bless the Lord, O my soul. O Lord, my God, thou art great, who art clothed with honor and majesty. Who are clothed with honor and majesty, who covered thyself with light as with a garment, who stretched out the heavens like a curtain. Could it be that Adam and Eve were covered with the same type of garment as the Lord? Could it be that they were covered in light? Amen. But when the sin entered into their, their heart, the light went out. And they were exposed of the lack of dominion. They were exposed with the lack of authority that they once understood and knew. The moment they disobeyed, amen, they lost whatever covering they had. It was a covering of protection and shame comes in. Sin came in. Guilt came in. And they knew they were exposed. Genesis 3 and 7, the eyes of them both were open and they knew that they were naked and sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. What were they doing? They were manufacturing a garment to try to subdue what now became a reality for them. It's a fig leaf. The fig leaf religion will only get you just covered up so much, but it will not change the nature of and they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord said, the Lord called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden and was afraid because I was naked. If the fig leaves would have worked, they would not have hid from God. And a lot of people today have fig leaf authority that they're trying to operate on and they wonder why the devil continues to attack them and attack their mind and attack, attack their thoughts is because it's, it's works that they're doing or it's a, a, an idea that is contrary to the king's idea. And so what did the Lord do? The Lord killed an animal and made them clothes. He said, I want to show you what true covering looks like. 
I want to show you what true covering is. What Paul said to the church at Colossia that we read at the beginning, he said that you be strengthened with all might and his glorious power unto all patience, uh, long-suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks unto the Father, which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance. And notice what it said. Saints in light. Light in Scripture is always about revelation and walking with God. If you walk in the light, is he in the light? You have fellowship with one another. Amen. And the blood of Jesus Christ covers your sins. Light is about revelation. Light is about God bringing to us revelation. And so when you are in sin, you're exposed and not in dominion. But when you are born again, you are a saint of light and you're strengthened with all might you have his glorious power you have his power working in your life and then you are known as the saint of light amen that's what it is to be walking in dominion walking in dominion means that i can i can battle temptation and keep on going walking in dominion is that not only does sin not have authority over me but when temptation arises i've got authority over it i subdue it before it Subdues me. It is difficult for you and I in this American. I'm going to say something here and please don't excommunicate me for doing this. I know we say that America is a Christian country, but it has not been set up as a kingdom country. We got good Christian Judeo values that we're set upon, but we have American cultural mentalities about God that are not biblical. Amen. It is hard for us rugged individualist Americans that want to do things our own way. In a world full of lawless today where sin abounds, it's hard for us to stand authority. It's hard for us today to understand authority when, I don't know about you, in the last few years, I have really been frustrated with the fact that what I thought was corruption that was hidden, now corruption is everywhere and exposed. Even our good old, I knew what corruption was in the Philippines. I saw it firsthand in the government. I've, I've seen corruption in other nations, but now it is here. So we are trying to understand authority through America eyes and it just does not connect to the kingdom it is hard for us to know uh, what true authority and dominion is with the mindset of democracy we don't get a vote we don't get a vote on what God wants in our life. Amen. Well, I, I, well, that's just, that's just the pastor talking, and, and sometimes it is. Sometimes it's just my opinion, and God bless you. You can be wrong, but you, you can go on your way with your opinion. That's okay. But when it's the king's opinion, amen, when it's the king's word, amen, Brother, Brother LeBan, I don't have I don't have the right to say, well, it's my opinion. And when I do, I lose dominion over what I'm supposed to have the authority over. Let me give you some scripture. 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse number 9. The Lord knows how to deliver the godly out of temptation. If you have dominion, the Lord knows how to get you out of your temptation. 
and to reserve the unjust under the day of judgment to be punished. Conversely, if you're out of the dominion, you're headed for judgment. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh and the lust of uncleanness that despise government. Presumptuous are they, self-willed. They're not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels which are greater in power and might bring not railing accusation against them before the Lord. The message puts it like this. They despise Interference from authority. That's today. Despise interference from authority, preferring to indulge in self-rule. Insolent egotist. They don't hesitate to speak evil against the most splendid of creatures. Even angels, their superiors in every way, wouldn't think of throwing their weight around like that, trying to slander others before God. Amen. He said, these are folks that are without dominion. They despise government. They despise authority. Amen. Oh, my Lord, today we have those that shake their fists at any kind of authority. But let us never be in the place that we shake our fist and despise the government of God and despise how God wants to do things because he's king. It's his opinion, not mine. The Bible calls them presumptuous people, boldly rejecting authority, doing their own thing. I want to do my own thing. Amen. With daring arrogance, they thumb their nose at the authority of the king. And the Bible calls them self-willed. It never ceases to amaze me today to watch people who can speak evil of God's given authority. That's dangerous. That's dangerous. Be careful when you talk about people who are under God's authority, whether it be civil, family, or spiritual. Be careful. Be careful how you talk about the cop in town. Oh, y'all didn't know I was going there, did you? Be careful how you respond. You know what? My dad taught me as a boy how to respond if I got pulled over by a cop. And I'm a white man. He told me, he said, when you get pulled over by a cop, it's 10 and 2, boy. Hand here, hand there. Roll that window down. Yes, sir. No, sir. <clears throat> well, I, I, maybe I'll go talk, start talking about somebody else. But if we want God to have help us with dominion and us to live in dominion, we've got to understand that God's authority, He gave it. It's up to us. As long as it doesn't destroy his word and doesn't counteract his word, we must submit to it. As long as our government does not blatantly come out and, and destroy God's word, we must, because of what the Bible speaks about, submitting to authority, that's part of knowing what dominion is. Amen. Praise be to God. <clears throat> To reject the principles of authority and dominion is to forfeit God's protection and benefit under his governance. 
If you go back to our original text, uh, amen, the Bible says in uh, verse 15 of Colossians 1 and 15, if I could pick up the reading there, who is the, imi- who is the image of the invisible God, firstborn of every creature, for by him were all things created that are in heaven, unseen, and in the earth, visible and visible, invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or power, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. I, 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 I know that I've told this story before, but let me tell it again. My dad one time was, was working at a, a place in Texas, and he was a, a, a crane, was operating a crane, a big old crane, and, and he was a tester. He was a, a mechanic that did a lot of testing for the equipment they were producing at RG Letourneau, and he was out there one day testing a new big massive crane and he was running it Mr. Laterno walked out with some high highfalutin folks that were with him and he wanted him to lift lift a heavier load than my dad knew that that could lift Mr. Laterno pointed said pick this up pick this up my dad kind of hesitated but you didn't hesitate to Mr. Laterno he was quite the character and so my dad went over there and with that crane began to lift up that massive weight and all of a sudden the crane started coming off the ground in the back and those great big massive cables begin to twine like this around each other and my dad he said he just began to pray and he said Lord by you all things consist, hold that together till I can get it down. Otherwise, that crane would have fallen among all those people. Amen. I want to tell you, all things consist by him, even cable wires on a crane. All things consist by him. That includes your family. That includes your job. That includes your car. That includes everything that is in you. Oh, oh, pastor, you're just getting a little crazy. No, it works. When you are under the authority of God, you can walk in dominion. When you're under his authority, you can walk in dominion, and you can say, I take authority over that dishwasher now get to working in the name of Jesus it might be that it gets to working or it might be that God gives you enough money to go hire somebody to fix it or buy you a new one he has it all we are complete in him he's the head of all principality and power amen the kingdom of God is not a democracy it is a theocracy The kingdom of God is led by our sovereign ruler, the King of kings and Lord of lords. The psalmist said in 29 and 10, The Lord sitteth upon the flood, yea, the Lord sitteth king forever. The Lord sitteth king forever. He's king, we are not, that's it. He's king, I am not, that's it. Hallelujah. Praise be to the Lord. Go to 1 Chronicles chapter 29 and verse 11. It says, Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power and the glory and the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth. There's that, that, that connection there. Visible, invisible. Heaven and earth. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord. Thou art exalted as head above all. Both riches and honor come of thee. 
thee. Thou reignest over all, and in thy hand is power and might, and in thy hand is to make great and give strength unto all. Now, therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. Amen. He is the greatest of all. In his hand is greatness. In his hand is majesty. In his hand is dignity. In his hand is mighty acts. Hallelujah. In his hand is power. He's got the force that is needed. He has the valor that is needed. He's got the victory over the enemy. There is no power that is greater than his, for all power is under him. Amen. Our God, the psalmist said, is in the heavens, and he does whatever he pleases. He's the king of glory. He's the king of all bravery. He is the king of all honor. He's the king of all beauty. He's the king of victory. Amen. He is the king of splendor. That's what it means. He's the king king of splendor. He's the king of victory. He's the king of majesty, grandeur, and great is his name. Hallelujah. And I want to tell you right now, I don't care how, how, how you feel, he's in this room today. He's right here right now. The king of majesty, of splendor of power, of authority. Hallelujah. The psalmist said, the Lord reigneth. He is clothed in majesty. The Lord is clothed in strength. Wherewith he hath girded himself, the world also is established and it cannot be moved. The throne is established. Thy throne is established of old and thou art everlasting. I want to tell you, global warming will not bring this world down as long as the king is on the throne. Amen. Only he has the power to bring it down. Only he has the authority. If we understand that his scope is everlasting, his dominion is everlasting. I was born in 1961, Good Shepherd Hospital, Longview, Texas. And whatever day he sees fit to take me out of here, he was king when I was born. He'll be king when I die. And all points in between. He's king when I dealt with sickness. He's king when I ha have and when I have not. He's king when we have miscarriages. He's king when we had children. He's king. His authority. You want to walk in dominion? You got to walk in dominion both when things are going good and when they're going bad. And realize he's king when I'm up and when I'm down. He's king when I have and when I don't have. He's king when I got issues in my marriage and when everything's okay in my marriage. He's still king. He's king when the church is going great and when the church is not going great. He's king. He's king when I got gas in my car when I don't have gas in my car. He is king. He is king. Amen. And he's Lord of all. If you're going to walk in dominion, you can't be fickled in your relationship with the king. You got to trust him that his provision, that he is able to bring you through. Stop trusting in man and begin to trust in the king who is the Lord of glory. Psalm 145 and 12 says, To make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and glorious majesty of his kingdom. For his kingdom is everlasting kingdom and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. The same dominion that your aunt had, your grandma had, and grandpa had. Amen. And those that uh, uh, 
were the first of our church here, it's still the same dominion. The same dominion that God gives a Holy Ghost filled person to cast out devils has not left. The same dominion to lay hands on the sick and they will recover has not left the church. I will tell you this, we had a pastor's wife at camp. She was blind in this one eye, could not see. And during camp, on one service night, she, she, she felt the power of God, woke up the next morning and could see out of this eye. She was facing some very serious uh, uh, doctor, had, had, had appointments with the doctors. Matter of fact, they called while, while we were there trying to set up things. And, and she was telling them, I can see out of that eye. I can see. That didn't happen without understanding walking in dominion. Somebody walked in dominion. Somebody walked in the power of God. Somebody trusted that he is still the healer. Someone might believe whether, whether it was her or somebody laid hands on her. It matters not. Amen. He is the king. He's the healer. And he's still able to heal. Psalm 103, 19 says, The Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens, and his kingdom ruleth over all. That includes Hollywood. That includes the media. That includes the LGBTQ slash dash question mark. That includes Democrat, Republican. Did he not say in his word that at the name of Jesus, every knee should do what? What do you do before a king? You bow. You submit. One day Hitler's going to come out of his holding place and stand before the Lord of glory and bow his knee and declare him to be Mussolini, Mao Zedong, it's going to come out and everyone that is shaking their fist at God unless they have repented and got right with the Lord is going to stand before him and bow and say he's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. But the difference between those today that are going to go up in the rapture with him, amen, when he returns is that we take a knee now. We bow a knee now. We declare him now to be king. We declare him to be, oh, Lord, let me submit under your authority. In the name of Jesus. God's purpose for dominion is that so you and I can rule as God's envoys in a physical, visible world. To rule in God's envoys and to subdue things under I think. First Corinthians puts it like this. Paul put it in 15, chapter 15, 1 Corinthians, verse 24. Then cometh the end. He shall deliver up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he hath put all rule and all authority and power. This is where we're headed. He must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. For he hath put all things under his feet. But when he saith, all things are put under him, 
it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him that putteth all things under him, that God may be all in all. There will be a day that the last need for dominion in this visible, visible realm will be operated like this because there will come a time that we will return it back and say, now, Lord, all things are under your feet. All things. Stand with me, please. Can I remind you of a scripture from Psalm chapter 91, verses 1 and 2? He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow, the covering, the authority, the dominion of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and him will I trust. He that dwelleth, he that remaineth, he that abides, he that inhabits, he that stays, he who makes up abode, Amen. We'll find rest in the secret place, the hiding place, the shelter. Amen. There's a place in God that I can be covered under his authority. And that's walking in his dominion. Amen. Today, the reason we are getting beat up so much in so many areas of our life is because we have subjected our authority back to the enemy. We just give it back to him. But I want to tell the enemy today, I am under the covering of my God and my King. And I'm going to walk in whatever dominion he, pro he provides for me, whatever authority. I'm going to pray boldly. I'm going to believe boldly. I'm going to speak in authority in the name of Jesus. I want to proclaim that God is not only healer, he's Savior, deliverer of my family, of those that are lost, to every backslider that, uh, oh, God, bring them back to you. Amen. To every troubled mind be set free in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. If you want to walk in some kingdom dominion, why don't you step out and by faith just begin to walk to the front and say, oh God, by making this step today, I'm declaring I'm submitted to you. I am submitted to you. I am submitted unto your power and your grace. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. The Bible said in James chapter 4 and verse 7. James chapter 4 and verse 7 says, Submit yourself therefore to God. What does that mean? Get under his authority and stay under his authority. Submit yourself therefore to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. It begins with dominion before I can resist. It begins with submission before there is resistance. Amen. So today, I want us just in this place, just begin to put yourself under his covering and say, oh Lord, I come under under your authority, your rule. You are Lord of my life. You're Lord of my mind. You're Lord of my money. You're Lord, Lord Jesus, of, of, of my possessions. You're Lord of my family. You're Lord of my job. I come under your dominion. I submit to your word. 
I submit to your will. I'm, I submit to your voice. I submit to your delegated authority. I come to you, Lord Jesus, and I submit. And then I'm going to resist the devil. I'm going to put up a roadblock against him. Hallelujah. That means I can speak to demons and have victory. That means I can get them out of my house, get them out of my car, get them out of my mind, get them out of my home in the name of Jesus because I'm walking in dominion. I am submitted to God. I have, listen to me, I want to turn you loose. I have no right to resist the devil if I'm not submitted to God. I have no right to try to cast out a devil if I'm not submitted to God. But if I am submitted to God, I have every right to resist. I have every right to speak in victory. Get out of my head. Get out of my mind. Get out of my thoughts. Amen. I have every right and authority because I'm in dominion. And because I'm in dominion, the devil is under my foot. Because it's under his foot, it's under my foot. Because it's under his foot, it's under my foot. Hallelujah. Now begin to lift up your voice and begin to claim your place with God. Lord, we submit to you. Lord, we submit to your will. We submit to your authority. We submit to your power, Lord, that we might resist the devil and he'll flee from us. In the name of Jesus, we praise you, O God. We praise you for an authority that is unlike any other, for a dominion that is unlike any other. We're going to give you the praise today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Impossibilities happen when we're in dominion. Miracles happen when we're in dominion. Amen, when we're under your authority. God, there are things, Lord Jesus, that you want to accomplish through us. We were once under the kingdom of darkness, but now we are under the kingdom of Thank you for listening to the MPC Podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.